So we'll be going straight into our first interview that I'll be doing with Unati Kappa. Unati Kappa is an author and recording artist born and raised in the 1980s in Ingojini village in the former Siskai. She gained her undergraduate and postgraduate qualifications in industrial psychology, political science and enterprise management at Rhodes University. She writes and performs her poetry and is an avid social commentator. In a 2021 debut memoir, she creatively narrates the story of her upbringing, a convoluted journey of bliss, tragedy and scorn, while still being plagued with the incessant question, who am I? So with Anati Racha in the studio, let's just get into the interview. So can you please tell me more about yourself? Ah, thank you so much, Lila, for that um, beautiful introduction. Um, and as you've mentioned, I was born... Um, in the 1980s, specifically 1981, um, in the former Siskai Bantustan of apartheid South Africa, I had a very loving and um, safe upbringing. I was brought up in a home where I was really protected. It was a sheltered existence, although there was a lot happening, you know, in the broader societal context with um, the, the, the apartheid system. But my home was a safe place for me. So I grew up in a village where I had friends, they would frolic, um, you know, throughout the day playing, uh, getting up to all sorts of just um, child activities <laughs> that filled my days. And um, since then, I have grown up to be the person that I am today. I am um, 42 years old residing in Cape Town. I'm an artist. I'm an author, as you've introduced me. Um, and I also have your, what is called your nine to five <laughs> um, job as well. Um, and yeah, I am also a mother. I'm a friend. I am all sorts of things. I am what uh, some people would call a multi-hyphenate because I have multiple existences and I'm multidimensional as well. So that is Unati in a nutshell for you. When you were young, did you know that you were destined to be an author? Um, did I know I was destined to be an author? Never, ever. <laughs> I never, ever thought I'd be an author. Um, I grew up enjoying books. Um, in primary school, I, I read a lot and I did well in, in languages at, uh, at school as well. Um, but I really enjoyed reading, especially outside of school, because at school I read for, you know, for academic purposes so that um, I could do well and pass on to the next grade. And also during the time in which I grew up, which I mentioned was the apartheid period, there was also corporal punishment at schools. Um, so um, I would perform in such a way that I would try my best to avoid being hit with a cane by the teachers, which is not a great motivation for a child to, you know, to 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 learn. Um, it, it actually can hinder learning as well, because um, it is fear induced learning is not the best way to teach children, I believe. Uh, and um, at the time, uh, my motivation was to pass to the next grade, but I ended up really enjoying learning. And um, at the time of my primary schooling, um, in our language uh, classes or studies, there was also what was called a uh, comprehension. Um, so we would be tested on how well we understood the content um, of the books that we were reading. Um, and I did well there as well. So I showed an understanding of um, the books that we were reading. And I was the kind of a child who would be called, you know, to, to go to higher classes to demonstrate how one should read fluently. Um, and this was as early, I think, as 
what would now be, um, I think it's grade three, yes, standard one. Um, so I read well, um, even at that age, I was about um, 11 at the time. So it, 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 it reading um, had always been um, an integral part of my life, but writing was more uh, for, for, for academic purposes, um, for doing class assignments and tests as such. Um, so no, I never ever thought I'd be an author <laughs> at any point in my life. So let's talk about your memoir. You narrate the story of how you grew up. Could you tell us more about what inspired you to write a memoir and what people can expect from it? Um, so my memoir is titled Wawa Was Here. Wawa is my childhood nickname uh, given to me by my mother um, and a lot of other people in my family ended up calling me Wawa as a result. Um, so uh, the title is, is partly derived from that nickname. And indeed, I do narrate the story of my upbringing um, in my home village initially, uh, as I've mentioned before, um, that I, I grew up in, in a village, it's actually called Ngojini in the Eastern Cape. And um, the story follows uh, my early childhood years and then also goes into my teenage years and then uh, the later years as well. So the book is in three parts and um, the narration is around the convoluted journey of my upbringing because I don't have a, a conventional upbringing or what society would call a normal upbringing um, for any child where you'd have your mother and your child, uh, I mean, your, your mother and your father uh, raising you and maybe you have a sibling or siblings and it's a straightforward existence. Mine is a little bit more complex. So like many African children, um, I have been raised by the village. Uh, so I was raised in a context where my biological parents did not directly raise me. Um, I was actually partly raised by my biological mother's aunt uh, with her husband, who subsequently became my mother and father. So the book itself follows the journey of that child's upbringing, because when I was born, everyone was faced with a predicament of um, how do we go about raising this child? Because my natural mother at the time was still a schoolgoing girl. Um, she fell pregnant at the age of 19, had me at the age of 20, and still wanted to finish school. So everyone in the family, the maternal family, was faced with the question, what must we do with this child? And then my mother, who then subsequently raised me, um, was the one who took the responsibility upon herself to raise the child um, in her marital home with her husband. So when I uh, refer to my mother and father, I'm not referring to my biological parents. Um, and the book is about that journey. And it's also about the journey of my later questioning and probing um, as to what my identity is, because clearly it's not, um, as I've mentioned before, it's unconventional, but what is it? How do I go about defining myself? And that journey of self-realization is what actually uh, led me to writing this story. And it actually began... Um, with my blogging journey, I think it was in 2013, where on Facebook, I started sharing bits and pieces about, um, you know, my upbringing. And a lot of people on social media said to me, please write a book, um, because this is not only a story that a lot of us can relate to, um, but there are various learnings that society uh, as a whole can take from it. So um, I ended up 
um, after much persuasion, <laughs> uh, picking up the pen and writing the book, it's actually gone through a lot of um, different uh, manuscript evolutions. But ultimately, the final book was published in 2021 uh, during COVID-19 lockdown, during that time where everybody was introspecting, we were all trying to figure out what is the point of our existence. It was um, a very existential <laughs> um, uh, introspection time for for me as well and it's at that time that I, I i published the book so it it in 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 a nutshell uh it's a it's a book about uh identity it's a book about upbringing it's about it's a book about how um to raise a child in the context of the broader village um in the african context and maybe even beyond the borders um, of, of our continent because there are many universal takeaways that I believe um, can you know be derived from this book but for me personally it was an it was a cathartic exercise I needed it for my own uh, personal um, you know reasons I, I needed to go through that process because I myself needed to establish who am I um, if I can get to that point um, and also because I had become a mother I had a child myself and I I had to establish for my child who is she um, because her identity is very much intricately tied to mine as well and in the African context and particularly the Xhosa context where you have clan names um, belong is, belonging then becomes more than just about you know biological links to your immediate family there's a broader context as well where you belong to to a broader society and community. Um, and so it became important for me to undergo this exercise and to actually write the book. Um, and that's why we have the memoir uh, while I was here. So people can expect to read that particular story, but it, there are lots of twists and turns. It's, it's, it's a very uh, intricate book. And a lot of people have said to me, you are forcing us <laughs> to think about things that we are not ready to tackle in our families and in our own personal contexts as well. But we absolutely need it. So for me, it's also a tool, um, you know, a, that will, can serve as a catalyst for, for difficult conversations in our, in our society, in our community, for children. Um, and because uh, it's my child self that initially tells the story, I'm very big on children telling their own stories and experiences Therefore, it's very personal um, to me in that regard because I was a very quiet child while growing up. I was quiet. I was shy. I never expressed myself except through writing at school, which is where people picked up that I was um, actually a, an intelligent child. But I never expressed my emotions um, while I could tell that something was not quite normal in my upbringing. Therefore, it's very imp important for me that with my adult voice, I was able to express the emotions of that child um, while reliving my upbringing through the book itself if people would like to support your work where can they purchase the book in terms of where people can purchase the book there are two avenues uh, so thank you to the convenience of uh, you know the digital world um, people can order the book online via Amazon, uh, whether it's an ebook version or print copy. They can do that conveniently from the comfort of their homes or wherever they may be. Um, and also, if anybody would like to have a signed copy of the book, 
they can then uh, send me a request via my website, which is www.unatike.co.za. They can just submit uh, a message there, which will reach me requesting a copy of the book. And then I will respond accordingly in terms of, um, you know, your pricing details and how we'll go about sending the book to them, which would be signed by myself as the author. <laughs> and they can also email me. Uh, at wawa was here at gmail.com so it's w-h-a-w-h-a at gmail.com just also requesting um you know a, a signed copy and we can then arrange how to get it to them so it's it's somewhat simple i think it's better than uh running around trying to find a copy if you can uh, contact me directly as the author it gets to you as quickly as possible. And um, normally people would receive, after placing the order with me, they would receive it within 48 hours. So it's that convenient. Why do you think children's voices matter and why children should be taken seriously? Um, I don't know if you've ever heard the saying that children should be seen and not heard, which is a, a belief that was strongly held you know, uh, a long time ago where people felt that children should not um, speak out uh, and, you know, that they, they must not be heard, you know, under any circumstances. And I totally do not subscribe to that philosophy. And I really believe that it stifles um, not only children, but societies at large. I believe that children are full citizens of the world as they enter the world, that they have every single right to be heard just as they express themselves as infants, um, you know, with their tears and their screams to say, I'm hungry or uh, my diaper needs changing or, um, you know, I need to be held now. I don't think that at any point we should stop listening to children. And that was Unati Kappa who just joined us in the studio and it was so amazing having her.